Hello, listeners. Did you know that HIV treatment has changed over the years? Most HIV pills contain three or four medicines. Today, an HIV pill with just two medicines may help you stay undetectable. Who knew? HIV pills are taken daily, so consider whether a pill with fewer medicines might be right for you. So how many medicines are in your HIV pill? If you don't know, no worries. Your doctor does. Talk to your doctor about two-in-one HIV pill today. Visit www.fewerhivmeds.com to learn more. Brought to you by Vive Healthcare. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Welcome to Stradio Lab an intellectual podcast about straight culture. And also a stupid podcast about nothing. Don't say that. It's just true. I don't want to lie to our listeners. I'm George Severus. And I'm Sam Taggart. And, and this, this is Stradio Lab. Podcast starts, starts now. Podcast starts now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Stradio Lab, the world's most critically acclaimed podcast ever known. The acclaim feels sometimes oppressive, I would say. Well, yeah, because it, it sort of doesn't allow us to experiment because then it sets the bar so high that we have to sort of reach this acclaim again and again and again. Yeah. And and I I know that now I've gotten used to it. And so that when we take that big experimental plunge and we lose the critics for even a moment, mm-hmm. it'll hurt. And also, I feel like sometimes people, you know, will over intellect all the critics will over intellectualize it and they will project their ideas onto us. And it actually feels, uh, you know, it's stereotyping just because we're gay doesn't mean we're smart so to like to you know we can't even say something stupid without then someone being like oh wow that's kind of a commentary on the being human condition stupid. on being stupid <laughs> yeah yeah it's like oh and you're like why do you refuse to see what i'm trying to do here george <laughs> i think you bring up such an interesting point is that critics like what it is is projection that they're doing it's like critics would rather review your podcast positively instead of go to therapy and, it's and, like, and they would even they would rather review something positively or negatively than go to therapy. Those are like the two. There are two modes of going to therapy. It's like if they're depressed, <laughs> if they're in a depressive mood, they'll do a, a critical review. If they're in a kind of manic mood, they will do a positive review. And it's like, 
how, what's the end game here? Because you're not getting any healthier. Yeah, it is sort of like, did she give the performance of a lifetime or did you just have breakfast this morning? You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. And they it's, do get, um, they're very jumpy. You know, it's like a critic goes to, let's say, a film festival. I mean, they're essentially like on bath salts the whole time. I mean, they <laughs> they feel so deeply and yet so incorrectly that it's, it, 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 you know, it's actually, um, it, it, it's putting them deeper and deeper into the pits of their own self-mythology. Well, I do think, you know, we say there's a lot of pressure on us as critical darlings, but I think... As critics, I kind of can't imagine the amount of pressure that they have if you're sort of a reputable critic and right. you can just, you know, make or break somebody with a little review in your little magazine. <laughs> I, I would that would be kind of tough for me. I would I would get a god complex and I think it would kind of drive me insane. Yeah, and then the, here's the thing. They do. <laughs> um that's the thing. You know, it's interesting because we are also critics. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's a really smart point is that we are critics, just not at a magazine. Right. So it's more authentic. Define what a critic is. Why would I cheapen being a critic by writing it down or completing a thought? <laughs> so you're saying that everyone's a critic? or No, that we I'm saying I'm a critic <laughs> <laughs> and that I don't want to cheapen that by writing it down. <laughs> oh, okay. I hear what just you're saying. Just because you're saying I think that about myself doesn't mean everyone is like that. You're saying that we criticize for the love of the game. They criticize for profit and it bastardizes it. Sure, yes, but it's not even for the love of the game. It's actually for, it's to create, uh, a, it, for the culture. <laughs> it's not for the love of the game as though like, oh, like I, it's just a hobby that I'm enjoying. It's not, it, you know, I'm not kind of taking a jewelry making class. I'm doing it for the sake of survival. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense to me. It's just weird to me, I guess, that you need to sort of take people that take jewelry classes down a peg in order to make your point. Well, I don't know. I mean, when was the last time you met someone who took a jewelry making class and then had an interesting conversation with them? That's true. Tell you what, I feel like some of these critics should take a damn jewelry making class. Can I say something? And this, and now I'm really putting my mask down. The reason I said jewelry making class is because someone I know took one, and in fact, that someone is one of my best friends, and he, and constantly says interesting things. And if she listens to this, she will think, "Wow, he is hiding behind the his podcast and finally telling me what he thinks of me." And in fact, that's not what I think. I was just going along with the bit, and that is an example of inauthentic criticism. <laughs> Thoughts. So, because you don't actually hate all people that take jewelry. Well, classes. I was doing, I was almost doing the, it's like, I wanted to say something critical and then I just grasped onto the first thing I could think of. You know what you were? That's like, that's like toxic gay guy. Yes. You were like, I can be a bitch about anything. You were like, yeah. I can say anything about anything. And yeah. it's like, it has authority because I'm a gay guy. <laughs> yeah. And you, you sort of took that power and, and like you abused it actually. Right. And you know, I think both of us are kind of in a space where, you know, you, you make fun so much of, we both, we, you know, would make fun of people that said something like, let people enjoy things, you know, like, why does everyone have to be so critical? Let people enjoy things. Almost to the point where now horseshoe theorying around, and now I'm like, wait, maybe let people enjoy things. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean... I'm like, wait, if the alternative is being a stupid gay guy, then yeah, I'd rather just let people enjoy things. It is so the let people enjoy things versus the be critical of things conversation yeah. is one of the hardest conversations to have. It's almost like I don't want to get into those waters because it's like 
both sides are so toxic that it's more like I want to be like Dolly Parton and apolitical on it. Like, I don't think you should... (laughs) You know, you can't enjoy everything. The only way out is to be Dolly. The only way out is to be Dolly. Even that, but you can't be apolitical when everything's political. No, because it's complicity. Yeah. So I guess I'm complicit in the let people enjoy things, be critical of things debate. I guess, does that make me pro let people enjoy things? Well, you know, I think we're all kind of trapped in a circle of doom. (laughs) How would you feel about bringing in our guest? I think that could be a sleigh. I would say. <laughs> I Okay, wait, wait. Yeah, Can yeah, we, yeah. Before we bring in our guest, yes. I think our guest might have a thought on this, but I want to say sleigh is like, has been the word that has like had su- such surprising lasting power. Yeah. And for some reason and somehow it has been imbued with this sense of irony where it's cool now. And it's like, it was sincere. It was slay. Yes. Mama. But now it's like actually slay. Yes. Mama in a way that is like funny and, and implies being in the know. Even it's almost like wearing an ugly shirt and being like, but I'm wearing it cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's pretty much all well, I had to say. On yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. No, I, you know what, actually, Let's let's bring her in with that, w- with the intention of getting her take on that specific topic. What do you think about that? I think that's genius. Okay, please welcome the star of the upcoming Queer as Folk reboot, Theta Hamill. You know that's not it's not untrue. <laughs> Say more. Uh, it's, it's, I I did get an email at some point to audition for that, not for not for any sort of starring role. But I did not respond at all because I thought that it was um, such a bad idea. Right. And now apparently it's out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. And yeah. everyone's talking about it. It's a huge hit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge hit. It's a water cooler classic. It's um, and it's really uh, uh, it's really a tribute to the good work that was done 20 years ago on yeah. the original show. Yeah. Where everybody learned about how much they that guy loves to suck cock. You know what? I, it, but, um, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, no, well, I, I want to hear your thoughts on queer as folk. No, what I what I was gonna say is just like, of course, it's like I'm laughing at what you're saying, and it's so funny to think that at the same time, quite literally, that's where I learned about sucking cock. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, I never that, heard that's, that's the real <laughs> that's the real tragedy of all of this is like you're yeah. kind of like sure I can make fun of someone being like calling it a you know in, in, instilling it with some meaning that I find almost disingenuous because. Ultimately, it wasn't like it was almost unintentionally important. It wasn't important because it was good yeah. art. It was important because I, it was the only thing there was. And I found it on dailymotion.com and I yes. searched and I searched sex scenes only season two. <laughs> Were the sex scenes good in season two? I I remember actually a decline in sex scene. Like I agree. To, I agree. Yeah. The, I feel like the first season was had all this. I love sucking cock because it was all about just, you know, I was a young fellow at the time and like the, and it was like uh, Justin or Dustin, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Doesn't he have to do this big thing where he like tells his mom, he's like, mom, dad, guess what? Yeah. I love cock. <laughs> and like, yes. that is, um, that is like very developmentally uh, uh, imprinted on me. Yeah. <laughs> As being a quintessential, like a conflation of mother, mm-hmm. um, the confessional, and then just the vulgarity and, and but then I remember as I when I finally got access to the show as an out adult or whatever and watched all the DVDs that from the high school or from the college library, it was not as erotically titillating. It was just more like 
a soap. Yeah. I it, I also got the DVDs from the college library. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that is so yeah. crazy. It was we needed something to do. And I remember secretly secretly watching them in my room and being like I can never let anyone know about this. But it was I I remember thinking it was kind of hot still, but I also didn't know really what sex was. I mean there so. was ju- there's just something so almost liberating about being the f- first not even adding to a conversation just being like this is the first time this is happening in like a you know a a, a cable show or whatever so they could get i distinctly remember this one scene where the older guy who's like more knowledgeable asks a series of gay questions to the younger guy and it's literally like Uh are you a top or a bot. <laughs> and it's like, and you are meant to really take each of these in and be like, wow, he's getting yeah. an education. Like, is he a top yes. or a bottom? Well, this is, okay. So this is a very good, I think it's very germane to the subject of your yes. program, which is that there was a time when when being straight mm-hmm. involved a certain amount of ignorance about topping, bottoming. It was always this Thanksgiving, this like this cliche of the Thanksgiving dinner conversation. Yeah. Like, what do you even do? Now, I feel that we are cursed with too much knowledge of gay sex in the straight world. 100%. Thank you for saying that. I'd say even in like TV, the straight writers take so much joy in like top or bottom. And it's like, (laughs) no, it's not that like it's you need to calm down. (laughs) Something that really started that was the popularization of the word twink. Uh-huh. Because that has, uh-huh. I would say that is literally not even a gay term anymore. No, it's not a gay term and it's not a gay aesthetic. No, yes. No. It's almost like I feel bad for t- gay twin. Like I used to, when I would see, like when I was adolescent, I used to be, they were like the princes of the world. And now when I see them on the street, I go, oh, you poor soul, like mm-hmm. limping around, waiting to get uh, a wind, a gust of Lip- wind, yeah. or, like knock <laughs> them off their feet. And you go, oh, what place is there for you? Because we we need brooding straight twinks now yeah. who are experts at uh, letting their hair flop over their eye and well, what the, the only place for the twink is being the one gay guy at a bachelorette party. It's it, it's actually really <laughs> yeah. sad because the way now for a twink to find community is with a group of cis women. Yeah, that is yeah. the only yes. uh, that is the only way left for a twink to find community in this day and age. <laughs> So sad. (laughs) No, it is very sad. But yeah, they really do. I, you know, it's very. I think it's very confusing that the that the uh, the are like most handsome teen idols now. I guess it's always more or less been the case. But for so many people, for me to have met so many cis straight women in their thirties who's confessed to having a crush on Chalamet, it's very strange to me. Because like, I would be mortified. Mm To say such a thing, sure, yeah, I might in, enjoy the process of being mortified, like in a in a in a queer masochistic sure, way. Sure, <laughs> but I don't think that secretaries and stuff should be going around. Uh, but <laughs> but, th- but this is well. But I I don't want to I don't want to go too deep on 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 t on the t word. <laughs> Timothy, <laughs> the try t-slur. it. Well, I just think that there's something about the algorithmic. Yeah, uh, uh, that the. Something about well, this is what I really wanted to talk about in terms of my straight topic, because my is should I do some? Well, sort let's of do. A, well, well, wait. Should I hold? Let's hold, hold. for because we're gonna do a, a segment okay. first. But I want to respond to one thing you're saying with the algorithmic yeah. stuff, and actually, then that will lead into the topic. But 
maybe I'll introduce it and then we'll we'll come back to it. But it's mm. like people talk so much about uh, algorithmically how we're all in echo chambers, right? And we only interact with people that are similar to us, exact, etc. But in fact, there's also the opposite of that, where things leak out. Yeah. When you think you are talking just to your own community, things leak out, and next yes. thing you know, it's a slippery slope. And Timothy Chalamet is a straight sex symbol. Yes. <laughs> Ab- yes. Yes. You know, huge leakage. It's not. It's not just this bubble. It's yeah. It's not just a bubble. No. I think that's actually what it, it, that is, and they're both two sides of the same coin. It's like the bubbles are a problem and the leaks are a problem and it, the leaks are all in the wrong directions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait. So let's do our first segment, Sam. What do you think? And then... Okay, we'll, wait. We'll, one more thing. Yeah. About Queer as Folk. Yes. The way oh. that Brian guy pronounced cock every single time, like, it would always be like, <laughs> do you want to suck cock? <laughs> yes, yes, he would. He hit those yeah. Ks so hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what am I? Just a fuck? Yeah, yeah, just a fuck. And it was just like, you need to calm down. <laughs> I could not stand him, um, and I just wanted to say that. But It was outrageous. It was no, outrageous. he would always... He, they, none of the people on that show had the even the ability to say, like, words like top or bottom, suck cock, fuck cock, anal, whatever, <laughs> without without having this, like, actorly, like, elevated thing. Well, like, they're also, like, want yeah. to suck my cock? <laughs> they're presumably talking to one another as members of a gay scene. Like, it's not going to shock yeah. me if I'm hooking up with someone and they say cock. But they're acting as yeah. though they're they're acting as though they're shocking their mom when they're talking to <laughs> yeah. a romantic partner. So yes. it's like they're literally, you're literally in bed with someone naked, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> and you're like. Does it make you uncomfortable that I'm hard? It's like, no, <laughs> that's like part of the plan here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it make you uncomfortable? Is it? Uh, is this a problem? When Would you it be a suck. problem if I put my cock? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Stradio listeners. Can you remember how many medicines are in an HIV pill? Well, I've got news for you. If you said two, three, or four, you're right. Most HIV pills contain three or four medicines, but you also may be able to stay undetectable with just two medicines in a single pill. That's right. There's an HIV pill containing just two medicines that may help you stay undetectable. Why might all this matter for someone on HIV treatment? HIV pills are taken daily, so consider whether a pill with fewer medicines might be right for you. So how many medicines are in your HIV pill? If you don't know, no worries, because your doctor does. Talk to your doctor about two-in-one HIV pill today. Visit www.fewerhivmeds.com to learn more. Brought to you by Vive Healthcare. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. I literally want to get the segment out of the way so that I can, so they can really, we can just like So that we can be free. Because you're, yeah, beautiful. it's just, I'm, I'm already feeling so inspired by everything you are, by everything oh, you're bringing. Good. Okay. Yeah. All right. So our first segment is called Straight Shooters. And in this segment, we ask our guests a series of rapid fire, nonsensical questions oh, fuck. to gauge your familiarity with and complicity in straight culture. So it's one thing or another thing, and it's straight things. And you just have to pick one based on your own instincts. And the one rule is that you can't ask any follow-up questions about how it works. Otherwise, we will yell at you and kick you off the Zoom. Got it. Okay. Okay. So rapid fire answers and no And you just have to answer. Yeah. Sam, take it right. away. Okay. I'll start. Free hugs or mid-priced subs, a.k.a. SUVs? Uh, mid-priced subs. Mid-flatter. <laughs> okay, Theta. Six flags or the seven deadly sins? Mm. Seven deadly sins, I guess. Okay. New York versus L.A. or Freddy versus Jason? <sighs> Freddy versus Jason, I guess. <laughs> Missy Pyle or Mr. Softy? Mr. Softy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. B12 or A24? Mm. B12. <laughs> okay. Female celebrities lying about their age, male celebrities lying about their height, or George W. Bush lying about the existence of WMDs? <laughs> <sighs> That's a hard one, but I will say male celebrities lying about their yeah. height. Yeah. Yeah. By the third. yeah. Okay, um, burrito bowl or booty hole? <laughs> oh! Really two sides of the same coin there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're <laughs> so related. Um, I would say booty hole, booty hole, mm-hmm. booty hole. Yeah. That's not a word that, that I would a, say. Isn't that booty a nasty hole. thing to say? Now, that would be yeah, a fun not... thing in Queer as Folk if one of them was like, <laughs> if one of them was like, lick my booty hole. <laughs> yeah, like... Exactly. Yeah. Um, Give me a right. booty hole. <laughs> uh, voting down the working family's party ticket or working mm. at the car wash? <laughs> I'm sorry, but working at the car yeah, wash. You gotta. Yeah, I felt that. 
Oh my god, we're done. Yes, I think that was a that was a sleigh, and I say that earnestly, not ironically. And I say it ironically. That was a sleigh, mama. Um, <laughs> how did I score? Or is that did I just violate the rule of the game? I would say we we rated we rated on a scale of zero to one thousand doves, and <laughs> I would say I'm gonna say nine hundred. Wow. Cool. 900 yeah. doves. And you know, I think why I see the 900 is because yeah. I really felt sort of a, you were sort of at the beginning of the game, you were like, I don't really know who I am yet. Like it was sort of like, I guess this. It was an I, underdog I, I, narrative. Uh, I guess this. And then by the end of the game, you were, you were forceful. You were um, commanding yeah. the room. Yeah. And you were saying, ah, the, voting down the working families party. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? But you were also performing the, you could tell the wheels were turning. You weren't just like Mm. saying something at random. You were considering it, pretending what you were, or not pretending, uh, really kind of embodying the idea that what you were doing had depth and, and like, (laughs) and that you were really considering two different options and then being like, and now the correct answer is B. And I'm a very sincere person. Yeah, and I just want, you know, a lot of people, I don't like to, you know, sort of talk down to our previous guests, but I will say a lot of our previous guests, they they come in, they say, oh, I'll play this game, like, just for, just eight stupid questions. Oh, yeah. I'm having fun. And what you did when you played this game is you told a story, and you gave us character, and you gave us an arc. And I think that is so important, And because yeah. what we all are are storytellers. Well, it's the only way you can get on this podcast. <laughs> we need without them we, we need stories to live we without need without stories we would literally die <laughs> yes. we would die we would perish <laughs> we would be extinct as you know what you know what sam told me the other day he, and he made this up we tell ourselves stories in order to live <laughs> exactly well and yeah i said, so I, said accurate. I said did you read that summary he said no we're just no. talking we're having a conversation i yeah. it's just something that i think one of my opinions is that we tell stories in order to live. You don't have to agree. It's, <laughs> yeah, I think it's. I, I said it's actually fine if you disagree, but it is something that I invented. Yeah, you were like, yeah. I don't. It's like I, he was like, I don't feel it's strongly about it. It's not. It, it's not like, oh, I'm gonna be mad at you if you disagree. I'm just like, in my opinion, yeah. we tell ourselves stories in order to live. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. I've never. Re- I've never thought it through in, in exactly that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Most and, people don't. And when yeah. you, when you hear a phrase like that, your first inclination is. Absolutely, to just agree with it and not to go, what? Right. <laughs> say, right. Say, how, why is that? Why do you think that's true? Well, yeah, there's almost like, you know, has there been a study someone stopped telling stories and died? You know, I, I don't know. Not that I've heard of, you know. The answer is no. The answer is no, ultimately. Like, I, I hate to bring science into it. <laughs> yeah, the answer is no. Okay, um, here's my story it's a sci fi yes. dystopian film it's a film it's big budget i'm living wow someone at a24 just creamed their pants okay (laughs) oh and it's written by a queer creator (laughs) it's 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 written by a queer creator it's a sci-fi story written by a queer creator it's 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 yes it's written by a creator it's written by a creator (laughs) who who happens to be queer it's it's written by a creator who happens to be queer let's put let's put him on the panel let's put him on the panel Let's put um, it south by southwest. We're flying him out. God bless them. Okay. And it's a world mm. where they don't yeah. tell stories. <gasps> Here we go. Wow. What happens? 
What happens in that world? Well, it's still really in the development phases. Um, but well, it sounds like an A24 movie to me. No second act. <laughs> yeah, you can kind of see the trailer and nothing else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's really but you know what? Though? We're working. Shot. We have some really fun ideas for the soundtrack, and we have we have a really yeah. great sound designer working on it. A great costume That's designer. Fantastic. We're thinking Anya Taylor Joy, but ugly. <laughs> That's great. Look, well, I wonder if we could get Anya Taylor Joy to just ugly up. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And I, it's like you know, we're saying this sort of mocking them, but I do think movies are just sort of colors and sounds. So if of it course. looks good and <laughs> literally, literally, have I? I've never seen a good one. No, I'm still waiting to see a good movie. Yeah, still waiting to see that. <laughs> but it's I'm got colors. It's got sounds. We mm. tell you, we watch, we watch colors and sounds in order to live. Yeah, yeah. There's a kind of, you know, at some point you're like, yeah, we kind of just like get by in order to live, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, we'll take what we're offered. We're, we'll take what we're offered. You know, no one's happy. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Yes. Wait. Yes. Just yes, side side question. What is? Are people like mad at a twenty four now? I think it's a natural. Listen, I feel like when, it's sort of like a like now it's like a punchline half half punchline brand, but it's also still prestige. But it, but inevitably so, inevitably so. Anything, it, it, everything yeah. is a. I mean, it's like of course, if something's gonna have these like highly stylized, very critically acclaimed, like very up their own ass, whatever, you can you know you can enjoy some of the movies and not others, and still kind of make fun of it as a concept. Mm, okay. Nobody's like the. But also, I think it's that they've. It's a little bit like um, any successful act of branding yeah. means limiting your identity to something that could be easily mocked. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. That's exactly mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nobody, nobody is like, oh, great, another searchlight uh, <laughs> that, indie. That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, but A twenty four made and uh, elected to like really have a, an imprint. Well, it's the double edged um, sword of like name recognition and brand refinement. Is like, you, you say A twenty four immediately, everyone knows what you're talking about, and then immediately, yeah. uh, you know, a few gay guys tweet about it. Disparaging. <laughs> yes, they're the canaries in the they're coal canaries. In the coal <laughs> yeah. Wow, I love that. Okay, I'm glad I asked that question because. It's sort of been on my mind. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to think of other things for for which that has happened. Like, I mean, something that was prestige and then... I mean, you know what? Actually, here's one that, Theta, I know you have strong opinions on. Bjork. Um. Yes, I do have strong opinions about Bjork. Uh, but, like, I, my opinions have never... Uh, really fluctuated between the, like mild distaste and full um yeah. uh, outright dislike yes. like mm. i uh i i but i i know that this is it makes me a pariah in, in my community my chosen family mm-hmm. of uh, wherever i brooklyn okay <laughs> <laughs> but i uh i'm just not um i think that there actually are some similarities between bjork and a24 that there's always going to be some sort of fucking stupid outfit. There's always going to be gurgling mouthwash. And there's, she's going to be making instruments out of bullshit. And, like, there's always something where I'm like, what? It's not amazing to me that you, like, played an erector set, like, a you know, with a MIDI right. remote. With, like, a Wii remote. Yeah. Like, she was like, look, I whipped the Wii remote around and it plays the organ. Yeah. And, and it's like, well, 
I don't, uh, that feels like a stunt to me. Yeah. And um, I unfortunately have emotional needs for music that are not being met right. by Bjork. Mm. You know, and right. I and, and and let me ask you this. And I say that I say this as a as a Bjork fan, but I I don't feel strongly enough to you know get into it. <laughs> but but let <laughs> so, me ask so you this. I, I, you know, I, yes. would would you say? And I think for me this is a recurring thing when I think of why I don't like certain things. That the yeah. some of the like that the parts don't app don't add up to more than the the, the sum. Oh my god! Why am I? Do you know what I'm? We say that again. It's, it's literally up to the sum. That the sum of. The, oh my god. <laughs> oh, that the sum of the parts. Okay. Don't add up to the sum. Don't add up. To, <laughs> no. That, is that the whole that, is less? Than yeah, the yeah, sum yeah, yeah. That's part. what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, That's yes. what I'm trying to say. <laughs> is that you yes. feel like the whole? Oh my god! Wow. That you feel like the whole <laughs> is less than the sum of the parts. Like you're like she's doing all these things or all these things, and yet yes. it's not. It's not adding up to more than the sum of the parts. It's actually, it's not, it's just a sum of parts. For me, that is what it feels like. It feels like uh, every time a Bjork comes out with a new project, there's like a bag of, of, of items of sort of bullet points about why it's remarkable. Yeah. And then when you, you put them all together, the thing is, this is also, I don't want to make, listen, I, I want only to be loved by the maximum number of people of and never to alienate anyone. But I'm also getting this feeling a little bit with uh, with Renaissance Volume One that the that the uh, I won't even name the artist, but like the the binding agent mm -hmm. of like high tech production is such that like people can really go to market with a jumble of items that are adhered together. Yeah through like mixing production and it's not going to crumble on impact, but that doesn't mean that it necessarily coheres in, in my opinion. Yeah. And like, uh, so, but, but I have to say that like, I'm sure that Bjork is a very nice person. I know she really loves gay people. Oh yes. Uh, that's good. And, uh, but it's just, uh, I don't like, here's, I'll say one more final thing. I'm also not a fan of like Anais Nin. I don't like, the attempt to mystify I understand organic experience by going yeah. my organs <laughs> my <laughs> my like I don't like it I would rather she said my guts my guts but she would never say my guts do you know what it is actually she's like Brian Kinney <laughs> do you know what it is it, it's 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 um it's I love these beautiful humans oh yes <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's is she, it we're all floating on a doing, rock in space? She is doing elevated, <laughs> I love these beautiful humans floating on a rock in space. Mm, damn. <laughs> That's very well said, George. You know, and, well and, and again, I'm saying this with nothing but love, but I can I can step outside my own toxic fandom and recognize that you are correct <laughs> in your assessment. Well, it's it pains me too. And it's and it's also, you know what else it's doing? It's like uh this kind of like, I guess I have a human body. <laughs> Well, so that's so your comic sweet spot. I just have to say, the imitation of that yeah. particular affect, but it is, uh, uh, no, it is, it is that, but it is also exotic, you know, and, of course, um, Icelandic. I mean, she's Icelandic <laughs> <laughs> and that's something yeah. no one can take away from her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> If wow, there's wow, one wow. thing we can say about Bjork is that it, she is from the country Iceland. <laughs> While we're on the now, Bjork topic, yeah. one more thing is that yeah. another bad thing is comedians doing Bjork 
as and we just sort of talked about this but they they interpret bjork simply as like what if i'm weird what if i'm crazy and it's like no there is a specificity and just maybe because you don't listen like that's fine but maybe don't do someone you don't listen to just because they have a weird voice and that's a pet peeve of mine people do that people do that with all the people do that with like joanna newsom people do that with fiona apple it's like it's it actually you think you're sounding smart because you're commenting on something and in fact you're actually showing the the shallowness of your knowledge by your yeah. by your absolutely flop of an impression yeah because yeah. some people can do it really well and you yes. know that they it comes from a, a deep knowledge of yeah. Bjork they have something to grip onto yes it's, yeah. it's not a comic it's not a comedic elevation to say of something that's weird that it is weird. Yeah. Yes. Or, yes. <laughs> yes. Wait. This that's is like what popular girls do. <laughs> yeah. Somebody with glasses. I just want to say this is something that actually, I would I would say uh, a similar thing to that is it's not interesting to say something is funny as though it's unintentionally <laughs> funny when it's trying to be funny. So you will often Absolutely. see. Let's say you'll see like a page six headline that is so clearly trying to be cheeky. It's so clearly yeah. like you know Ben Affleck. Uh, cries at a Dunkin' Donuts amid Jen Garner starring in a show or whatever. It's like they know what they're yes. doing. Right. Yes. To then be like, wow, journalism is dying. It's like, no, comedy is thriving. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and and in a weird way, journalism and comedy are are collaborating. Yes, finally. Uh, productively. <laughs> finally. <laughs> finally. The collab of and the century. But, and the, and you're so right. It is painful because the du- the real dupes are the people who are like, um, you're not going to believe what I found today. This yeah. amusing uh, right. uh, malapropism. Yeah. It's like, no, they, they, they did that because they know how the internet works. Right. <laughs> it's just... Oh, well, that's been our takedown of the day. Well, we should get a <laughs> we should get a new theme song for a brand new segment that everyone loves. Yeah, it's like <laughs> beep beep flop. Yeah, flop. <laughs> <laughs> die, die in a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, let's okay. get into the topic. Let's get into I the feel. topic. Yeah, Theta, uh, why don't you introduce the topic and then? Just say like a, a, a little bit about what you think makes it straight. Okay, so this is what I was. So the topic is something straight, and my uh, cheeky my thing was being gay with your friends. Yes. That being gay with your friends is the straightest thing right now in the culture. Now maybe this is a little bit dated, but I because I'm not um, advanced enough for TikTok, but I do. I am an avid consumer of reels. Reels, oh reels, wow! Reels. Well, we all are non-consensually. I made it <laughs> truly. <laughs> Every time yes, I see well, a reel, I feel like I'm getting spammed. It's actually a jump scare. Every time you try to go into Instagram, which you all, which by the way, already is bad. It's like the lowest form of culture. I think we can all agree. It's, you go yeah. there yeah, yeah. wanting to see a photo of someone you hate on Fire Island, and suddenly it's right. someone doing a tutorial with a dance. <laughs> yes, yes, with a dance. Mm-hmm. And like, um, this has actually. I don't know if anybody. Okay, well. I'll deviate briefly, but then I'll return. But like people are trying to shove the reels vibe like everywhere. I have a, like many people, I mean, I'm still grieving the loss of Tumblr for gay pornography and mm-hmm. also other forms of pornography um, as a heterosexual woman. The But I have a little Twitter where I now you go and you follow people who are being totally depraved and mm-hmm. degrading themselves. Mm-hmm. And now uh, it's been overnight. It's suddenly populated by... 
um, like a monkey doing a funny dance with a lollipop oh. or like people going down water slides. Like they're yes. trying to give reels and yeah. it's insane. You're I like, don't understand. <laughs> you're like, get this dirt out of my face. I'm trying to watch someone get fisted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to watch people get fisted, double fisted. They, and here, here's like a, a family on vacation. It's very, very dissonant. <laughs> The, the, the thing that I've noticed about reels is that I think that obviously the front facing camera encourages among straight men a certain kind of um, beauty boy culture, like mm-hmm. of, of like smoldering, sort of staring into their own eyes uh, um, for whatever reason. And this is a little bit like that. It's no, no surprise to me that lip syncing like rimming rimming or whatever i don't know how vulgar this podcast no no no, no. Oh, no be it's, go off I, okay it's, yeah but like like that this is one of, another one of these leak things yes that leaked out of the gay bubble and entered the straight culture because drag the reason drag queens lip sync is because it's really too much to ask for a drag queen to be both good at makeup and pretty in drag and have some sort of other skill so there needs to be a an erizat skill that mm. will allow them to justify being on stage for five six minutes and collecting dollar bills. And the easiest thing would be for them to move their mouth lips to songs that everybody already knows. So this is a non-skill skill. I don't believe yeah. that it's possible to like actually really do it well. And um, and now that is such an asset uh, because it allows people who don't even have the skills of, of drag, they just have a mild sort of beauty to them to have something to do on camera for 15 or 30 seconds. And no wonder it's taken off that lip syncing and the stupid dancing. But the thing that I find so shocking about it is that this is now being done by groups of uh, straight men because you would have to be really a very attractive man to get an eye to linger on you for longer than it takes the sum to swipe. But if you're four or five middling attractive men with one or two of you being really standout, it's like a boy band ethos. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. But, okay, and here's my final point. Here's my final point. At least in the era of the boy band, right? People were on television. Right. right. When, I'm doing this on Zoom. Yeah, it yeah. went like this. She's doing when, like director fingers. Theta's doing a director fingers into a rectangle, yeah. In a rectangle. So a wide, so you could you had a room on stage. But the vertical video, Oh. if you have five male friends, and they're they all can't recording be on a vertical, vertical video, video. together. Yeah. They have to stand very, very close together to the point where they are touching and sniffing and just like I see where this they have their going. head. They have their noses buried in each other's hair, like, and it's deeply, deeply gay. And it seems to be the most, uh, their most, their favorite activity. You are literally saying the medium is the message. <laughs> you, are... I think, it, yes. <laughs> but that, that I, I think, the yes, thing. I do. <laughs> Literally, the the screen going from horizontal to vertical has forced homoeroticism on men. Yes, they have to stand. They have to stand to together, closer together. <laughs> yeah, and and they have to do all of these. They have to lip sync and dance. Yeah, oh. on, right on top of each other. They have this to. It's crazy. I, I really love this. I, I first of all, I think the idea of leaks as we're talking like the like that <laughs> lip syncing is a leak, rimming is a leak, as you said. The idea of a yeah. twink is a leak. Like I think that is <laughs> yeah. such a productive um, you know, concept you know, just like theoretical concept. Yes. Yeah. Spot the leak. Yeah, spot the leak. And it's exactly what you're talking about with the topic of being gay with your friends. It's or rather the old way, it's like, you know, you used to hear 
when you were, you know, it's like boys at camp would like jerk off together. But that's right. yeah, that's kind of like what a, I thought. Yeah, this yeah. Would be. And, and it's almost like now. Oh no, I, I think this is great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now, I like it, both. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm and and really, I don't think gay being. I don't think uh, 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 like as a marked gay like kid, nobody wanted to jack off with me. At, right. At the. It's pretty exclusive. The but like, the. Uh, but this is even worse because this I really feel is gay in the sense of being both um, sort of lame and uh, oh, you mean ironic. it in both like the terms of the word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, gay derogatory. <laughs> like, yeah. like it's it's homoerotic and it's like lame and yeah. stupid. Yeah, I, I like. I'm very curious what like high school kids think of these people doing this because I can't like they're not stupid either like can part of I, me is like I bet you hate it like right like yeah. or do you think it's cool I really cannot tell can I tell you something it's, I genuinely because my sis, my youngest sister I have two sisters my youngest sister is very young she's like 22 and yeah literally it is the case that it's cooler to be somewhat queer adjacent like she is a straight she's a yeah I'm not saying that about her she identifies as straight but she will like be dating a guy and be like, he's so cool. He's kind of queer. Like, he's so hot. He's, like, kind of queer. And he, like, knows a lot about the queer community so we can, like, do queer stuff together. That's so... That's such a... Uh, that's so that's such a waste it's <laughs> such a, yeah. such a tra- to me that's such a tragedy i don't mean it whatever You're, it's okay it's, i just what we're, do you think we're losing something with uh traditional masculinity dying <laughs> yeah yes yes i sort of do i i think that there uh, i think basically not to get too sincere about it but i do think that it's a shame anytime a straight man knows exactly how attractive he is yeah i think ideally straight men should be people who are not interested in any form of male attractiveness including their own but we are also seeing i think in addition to lip syncing dancing we're also seeing a, a huge proliferation of weird fitness sigma male bullshit of like men just like admiring themselves in a way that is not even erotic enough to be sexual, but it is, but it is disappointing. You again, like, it's like, a. Uh, this is so gay. Like, this is so gay. <laughs> this is so like Billy Bud or whatever, but like <laughs> you, a man, like a man who's like on a sailboat, like with a bunch of other mm-hmm. friends, like, and friends, <laughs> Crewmates? <laughs> what the fuck are they called? Chaps. They're called coworkers. Yeah, yeah, his coworkers. <laughs> they're pulling ropes. Yeah. They're doing whatever. They're you know, and they build up muscle and they they hose each other down. Right. Goes, this sure. is great because ideally, all of those they're too busy um, doing doing something else to notice how attractive they've become. But that's not true anymore. Oh, well, that is that is. I now I'm getting what you're. It's like. They okay, are doing yeah. it. it no, no, no. I, I, it's like really yeah. clicking. It's like they are unaware of the fact that they are quite literally working out to become hotter. Yes, yes. That they are like making progress on their fitness journey. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But yeah, yeah. they would go, never post. So the, they would never post the progress pic. Well, and just no. just to take that even further, I do think these men, after they've hosed each other down, would probably have some sort of maybe mutual masturbation maybe they'd suck each other off 
and I exactly. and, and I do think that it would be like well this it wouldn't be homo it would be <laughs> it would be sort of um practical if you you know what I mean absolutely and I yeah. that's the practicality that I that I lament I I, I I lament it because I don't actually see queerness and practicality as being mm. compatible I, I feel like maybe that's a bold claim I know I haven't really thought it through but all of these queer things are well they're very concerned with affect I think queerness and affect is are very linked beauty yeah I, I don't think that beauty is a necessarily a practical concern and then um in a weird way the gratification element of queerness I think is sort of at odds a little bit with like again my idealizing totally uh fag-brained idea of what it's like to work on a boat right, right, right. <laughs> you know, so yeah. like I, I totally admitting that I this is not based on real yeah life you're saying there's no on the boat in this idealized heterosexual <laughs> boat, boat on the yeah. boat there are no stolen glances and no. <laughs> you know there's none of that like it, it's like and in fact not to you know, almost reliteralize a metaphor, but the boat also doesn't have leaks that go. It's like the, what happens on yes. the boat stays on the boat, and what happens in the queerest folk set stays on the queerest folk set. There's yes, it stays. There's no leaks, and there's no like, there's no like, there's no like girl around to endow you with uh, cachet. Yes, for you'd be like, did you see that? Like the way that Jack like had a smoldering glance at. Devin. Yeah. De- Devin. Devin. They all have Gen Z <laughs> names. The I, boat is all people named like Skylar. Did you see, did you see how, what Skylar said to Fl- Flayden? Um, <laughs> on the boat? Over there on the port side <laughs> of the boat? <laughs> but I think uh, this is my final point because I, I don't want to be pedant here. The, but just that they, that the, the, uh, the sailors probably would have smolder, s- stolen glances and, and like mm-hmm. enjoy the, whatever, the, whatever. Yeah intimacies but they wouldn't be but infused wouldn't with me go, sorry go ahead go ahead they wouldn't go i'm doing a queer thing yes yes this is, i'm doing a queer thing i'm a queer sailor i'm a queer sailor <laughs> yeah 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 those pockets and weirdly of... neither would a gay person yeah neither would a no gay person are, are not walking around going i just i just love something a little queer today <laughs> i got my queer on my female friends are gonna love it <laughs> Hi, Stradio listeners. Can you remember how many medicines are in an HIV pill? Well, I've got news for you. If you said two, three, or four, you're right. Most HIV pills contain three or four medicines, but you also may be able to stay undetectable with just two medicines in a single pill. That's right. There's an HIV pill containing just two medicines that may help you stay undetectable. Why might all this matter for someone on HIV treatment? HIV pills are taken daily, so consider whether a pill with fewer medicines might be right for you. So how many medicines are in your HIV pill? If you don't know, no worries, because your doctor does. Talk to your doctor about 2-in-1 HIV pill today. Visit www.fewerhivmeds.com to learn more. Brought to you by Vive Healthcare. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger 
feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. I mean, is there a way to retain any uh, authenticity in human behavior when you put labels on things? No. Like, literally, no. It's like once you start identifying yeah. things as queer, it's over. You have no idea what your motivations are. You have no idea yeah. what you're doing. And you have no idea why you're doing it. Which is I, really yeah. funny coming from uh, our podcast, which is to label things as straight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I, I, I would argue that, that, they, that like just as we were saying with the word slay earlier, that like slay can come almost full circle now to actually be a sincere compliment, mm-hmm. <laughs> but only by deploying it ironically. <laughs> it's like it's it, and by labeling things ironically for the purpose of satire, you almost can approach sincerity. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It's like something you know you see something very clearly bad, something someone would make fun of, and you can be like, okay, but it's kind of a slay though, <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it impression. is. Yeah, like yeah, I I, I feel that. Yeah. yeah, it's a sincere compliment. Wow. Um, I was thinking about okay, so like men seeing their own beauty. Heard of them? Yeah. <laughs> men. Well, let's start there. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> men seeing their own beauty and sort of yeah. like there's like I do think. Because part of me wants to be like, well, it's not like just to uh, just to be basic liberal, yeah. um, just to be sort of yeah, like, well, yeah. it's nice that men feel comfortable expressing themselves a little bit more. But then on the other hand, I do think it's it's um, bipartisanly toxic, where it is also the right side. Like Republican men are also seeing themselves being needing to be beautiful in this way that is oh, like yeah. so horrific. And that's why like the supplement industry is thriving on oh, all yeah. right podcasts. Uh, I guess they still sort of know homo it by talking more about like virility and manlyhood, but it is just like, I want to be muscular. 
Yes, and and the and the people selling you the the sort of elk bone supplement or whatever the fuck it is like are all very uh, spectacularly attractive. Yeah, man, ripped. not the not the the not Alex Jones, the, not the Alex Joneses, <laughs> but like the in, the the fit fluencers and those. Yeah. yeah, but also virility. It's like, well, do you mean fertility, Earth Mother? You know, it's like right. it, it it almost comes all the <laughs> exactly. way around. Horseshoe. Yeah, and you're like, I wish I was pregnant. You know, like it, it, it's Yeah. Yes, you're so concerned with your own potency that you that it it's it's a wish to become pregnant. It's a wish to yeah. participate in pregnancy, which is a wish to become pregnant. Which is Right. Which is coded very womanly. What well, female, yes. Wow. Coded female. Coded female. <laughs> coded female. But I do think it's um, crazy. I do think it's well, but this is it's not just the medium is the message. It's like this is so basic, but it's just like, OK, we really found a new sort of way to sell things. Yeah. And now we said it like they found a way to sell beauty products to men. Well, yeah. Yeah. And that's half the world. So it's obviously business is booming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a very good point. And men are drinking collagen. Huh? Yeah. Well, now I'm like, fuck. <laughs> It sucks. Okay. One thing that sucks is like maybe, okay, I'm just going to say it and we'll see how dumb it sounds is that it is sort of like whenever we get to anything real, like whenever you're talking about issues and it is just sort of like, well, like when the answer is always like, well, capitalism, it's like that sounds like a bad point, but it is always a good point and probably the correct point. And it's like, um, I don't know how to, I feel like it ends, it always ends there and it's like, okay, well, it's like I want to have like sort of a silly like <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I sort of want like a more inventive problem. Sam, Sam, I think you you wanna you wanna Bjork of in the same way that Bjork exoticizes nature or like romanticizes nature. You want someone to do that for capitalism. Someone to be like my credit card, <laughs> <laughs> the paper yeah. I take out. <laughs> yeah, I'm craving more my little product. Yeah, more <laughs> mysticism in sort of our yeah. issues. And then it's like no, it's just that we all like are trying to make as much money as we possibly can before we die oh and honey it's working yeah <laughs> no and it is i do i mean again not to be so de- but sincere and down but i do think that is one of the ways that i think the boredom with the topic mm-hmm. is one of the huge ways that the order is maintained yes you're right nobody wants to hit the same wall over and over again there's so there's always a wish for novelty and for a new take and We've had a lot of novelty, but we still have this order. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is... Um, That's actually so genius. Yeah. I'm obsessed with that. It also is a snake eating a toad. <laughs> the snake... <laughs> oh, no. I hate... Sometimes having a podcast is one of the worst things you can do because you have to talk. And it's like, sometimes you just need to just shut up. I have, never, never. You never oh. need to shut up. Thank you, Queen. Never. I love it. Um, um, wow. So we got to dress up the issue, I guess. I we need to say, here's what we're going to yeah. do. We're going to put capitalism in drag. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to make it shine and we're going to show the world that it's always been the problem. It's always been We're going to show bitch. the world that capitalism can be a sleigh. <laughs> it can be. It really can be. It is what you're saying though that like you always need a new there always needs to be a new take. There needs to be like a new thing we haven't seen before. It's almost like a snake eating its own tail because that is again a capitalistic um, 
system where it's almost like yes. this like marketplace of ideas where you can't just say the same thing of like capitalism is bad because we've heard that before. <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. It that won't sell. It won't that sell. It literally sell. won't sell. <laughs> oh my god. So speaking of sell, um our next yes. ad is for <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot we do I literally ad forgot where where we do ads now. So okay, wait. Theta. I want to yes. as we as we kind of, you know, bring this home. I I want to go back to the being gay with friends thing specifically. Yeah. And like how yeah, you yeah. see it happen. I like so you feel like TikTok, Instagram Reels, all that is is one element of it. Are there other places in the culture that you're seeing this kind of thing? Well, I think I think in general maybe this has always been the case. But uh it's very hard for gay guys to be gay with their friends because then they just are having sex, which is like different. Mm -hmm. Yes. This is where my words sort of fail me. No, no. But like, I I think that, do you know what is the best to me, the best experience in the entire world is you're uh, coupled to somebody, right? You're in a relationship. And then there is a, there's another couple, right? And you have a special rapport with a member of that couple. The sweetest most enjoyable thing in life is to flirt with somebody else's uh, boyfriend. Yes. Knowing that their relationship is secure and that yours also is. And because you're stable at either point, you can enjoy the freedom of flirting. And I think actually because uh, straight guys, I'm not saying that they're not straight, but I do think that because they're straight, they're able to enjoy being gay in ways that gays cannot. (laughs) Well, it's also, Um, yes, yes. Well, because it's, that that form of straight homosexuality, by definition, will never be available to someone actually gay. Never, never. You'll never walk. You'll never go to go to Narnia. <laughs> you'll yeah. never get through. <laughs> well, the it's door. almost like it's al- not to be so reductive, but it's almost like how the friendship between a gay guy and a straight woman will never be available to like a cis straight guy and a, and a cis straight yes. woman. It's it, because relationally, that just can't happen absolutely and i i think i think that one of the reasons that that uh well i actually don't know this for sure but i do think that we're definitely seeing a resurgence of like man pro man kind of uh i mean i don't want to name again i don't want to name names but it does seem like men are like turning away from the company of women in some really sincere way yeah like they they're like they're either too frustrated by the potential of doing harm so that they like withdraw or they're like too porned out. They're too, they're too grat. They're getting too much gratification on their own, just through their optimization of their own body Mm -hmm. and through the consumption of a, like a very programmatic selection of pornography that like, they're not seeking out. They're not seeking out the company of women. Yeah. And the, and so I don't know a little a little sort of I just feel that that is part of this thing of being sort of gay with your friends. It's like there's no one here to hurt us. There's no one here to hurt us. And I do think it's like sort of totally. I do think it's totally pathetic, which is why the yeah again I'm leaning on the pejorative use of the word right. gay. They're doing a they're doing tattoo drag. Not gonna get us video. Wow, because they weren't actually lesbians. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, what is what tattoo is, is like? You, remember that band, the Russian? Oh yes, yeah. yes. They're like they're like 
they're like making out in the rain and yes, it's us it's them against the world. And they like made out at yeah. like the VMAs and like Ashton Kutcher claps yeah. at them. Oh you know? god. That that clip t- speaking of, talk about millennial sort of trauma memories. Mm-hmm. Ashton Kutcher clapping and P, P. Diddy waving his uh oh, yeah. blazer yeah. around. It was like that was like the ugliest thing I've ever seen. It was a life. loss of innocence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it's like, oh my god. Wow. I I felt bullied by that. Yeah, that hurt. I'm and surprised that's not that something hurt. Something I say very often. <laughs> Sam, do we are, are we is it final segment time? Could um, that be could that be the case? Yeah, I I guess before we go into the final segment, I guess I just want to say if there's any straight guys out there that say, "Hey, I can be gay with a gay guy and not have it be weird." <laughs> I want to say, "Hey, I'm here and I'm down. I can be totally chill and I'm really a good hang." Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if anyone has a boat, <laughs> would love to get out on the water. Yeah, I'll bring the hose if you bring the boat. <laughs> I would love to get out on the water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. Wow. Well, okay, our final segment, Theta, is called okay, Shoutouts. And in it, we give a shout out to anything that we enjoy, sort of in the style of. TRL in 2001 and you're shouting out to your squad back home. A classic straight form. Anything you feel. Oh, okay. You know, by by design we always think of them on the spot. It's kind, of, you know, it's part of the charm that everyone part, loves yeah, about like, both of us. How unprepared <laughs> we are. Well, it's a it's radical transparency, but it's yeah, radical transparency. Uh I'm trying to think like do you have one, Sam? I'm really really racking my damn yeah. brain. Oh, um I don't know. I mean, sure. I can I can sort of make uh, yeah, whatever. Okay. What's up everyone, boys and everyone else who's not a boy? I want to give <laughs> That's my way of being inclusive. Boys and yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> um I want to give a huge shout out to the Island of Fire, Fire Island. I was there wow. last week and Say it that. was fun. <laughs> but at the same time, it was miserable. Oh, and this is my actual shout out. I learned about a form of um, bonding that people do in sort of camps and vacations called forming, storming, norming, performing, morning. And I have been thinking about it constantly. What? When you meet new people, at first it's forming. You're forming your relationships. It's it's joy. And then you have storming where you fight. You go back down to normal. You realize you aren't in love with each other and you actually kind of hate each other. Norming, you accept each other's flaws and you can live at peace. Performing, you um, perform your role in the group. And then the final stage is mourning is when you are in fact separated at the end of that and you um, take joy in the time that you had and mourn the loss of it. And I have been thinking about it constantly and it was very true for our house and I think everyone, it made things much easier because when we were fighting I'd be like, this is just storming, tomorrow will be norming. And we were. (laughs) Woo! That's beautiful. Gorgeous. That's a um, great shout out. We found it. We it got it was clumsy up top, but we found it. Uh okay. All right. I'm I'm deciding between two. Neither of them are good. Okay, wait. Uh, I have a sub shout out for my okay, shout out. Okay. Yes. That that was um Natalie Rodder Lightman told me that. Friend of the pod. Wait, she told you that entire the the forming framework storming norming performing warning. <laughs> yeah, she used to work at like summer camps and she told me about it. Oh, she didn't invent it. No, no. She she it's oh, like I a thought, thing. I, <laughs> 
I'm sorry to say, I thought you really like came up with that whole cloth, but I was kind of stunned. Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> you were literally like, oh, I don't know. I guess my shadow can be. And then it's like a fully formed uh, theory of human behavior. <laughs> no, no, it's it's been tested All right. by scientists. Um, uh, okay, I, you know, I actually have a shout out that is very relevant to our topic that I feel ambivalent about, but I'm going to just go for it. Mm-hmm. What's up, freaks and losers out there? It's your boy, George. I want to give a quick shout out to the type of guy that's like a soft guy that you see at yoga. It's like mm. he has, he has the jewelry, he has the tattoos. He has yeah. a he has kind eyes, mm-hmm. and then in the middle of the class he takes his shirt off and does the poses. Mm-hmm. And because of the way you are positioned, you when you are um, looking at him, he is in fact facing the other way, so you can just freely look at every inch of his body. <laughs> yeah. And then the class ends, and you can kind of have an unspoken like thank you for that. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. Normally I would not have a front row seat to this in my day to day life. But today yeah. you gave me that gift. And I got a workout. So shout out to him. Woo! Woo! That's a beautiful shout out to Theta. That's beautiful. And Theta, whenever you are ready, I say go off. Oh, a shout out? Mm-hmm. Do I do a little so a thing like what's up everybody? what's up everybody? Yeah, like what however you want to do it. You can you can make it your own in any any way you yeah. feel comfortable. What's up, New York? I just want to give a shout out to any place that serves just like a nice, simple meal of like just rice, broccoli, and a protein. Say no that. No flavors, no chili lime. Fucking please, no, yes. nothing too intense. Like, please just let me live. Yes. I would like to give a shout out to you. Woo! Woo! That is. Beta, I have been thinking about this constantly. I'm like, why can't I just find a restaurant that is like grilled chicken and salad? Like, it's insane. It's insane. It's yeah. And I guess the answer is diners but why can't it be better yeah why can't it be better why i mean i mean i want i literally want a dining hall that's kind of my fantasy i, I mean, want a dining yeah. hall that's the i thing. just don't want to cook for myself essentially yeah. and i don't want groceries yeah. and i don't want to think about it absolutely do you know what's literally like impossible when you're like oh i'm in the mood for something healthy to, to get takeout or to go to a restaurant that does not exist does not exist can't happen Never, I've never known it to happen. Never, never, no, never. That has not been my experience. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. But so I would give a shout out to the uh, to anybody that bucks that trend. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, you little entrepreneurs out there. We've got an <laughs> idea for you. New York City is hungry for healthy meals. Um, wow. Well, Theta, thank you so much for doing this. I feel enlightened. I feel um, that was really an incredible episode. Class was in session. Yeah. It was my great pleasure to speak with you both. Sam and George, Stradio Lab. <laughs> now on iHeart. <laughs> now on iHeart. Um Wow. Hey. I, I truly, truly what a what a, what a pleasure. I mean, such a good ep. Top good to bottom. App. Second to second. <laughs> Would not change a thing. Good. It's just fun to talk. It's just it, fun to have I a mean, combo. Hey, that's what podcasts are made of. <laughs> <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.